Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's Word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. What's up, my friends? Welcome to another bonus episode of Business God's Way. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have had an amazing week. Hope you are safe. Hope you are healthy. And I pray that God has shown you provision this week. Uh, Praying for everybody. Praying that um, you can be productive and moving forward in all that God's called you to do as a Christian entrepreneur. And that you're making kingdom impact. And today I want to talk a little bit about Moses, and I want to I want to focus in on one aspect of the story. I've been reading through the Bible this year. Uh, my goal is to read through the entire Bible in one year, and so I've been doing that. And as a result, I've been able to go back and kind of look at the life of Moses again and you know like like always every time you go back and read the Bible again you always pick up things that you didn't see uh, before and different things kind of speak to you and and all that stuff and this story um, that I want to talk about today was one of those things where it kind of spoke to me this time and I think it has some some implications for us and I think it's a good lesson for us to learn and I think it also it also also shows us the importance of obedience and how seriously God um, takes obedience and what happens or what can happen um, as a result of our disobedience. And, you know, part of doing business God's way is is that we, we want to surrender and we want to hand over our business to God. We want him to be the king over our business. We want him to rule over our business. And that means that we have to submit everything to him. And it means that there are times when when he will call us um, to acts of obedience. And what do we do in those times? Do we obey? Do we disobey? And as we'll see in this story, that sometimes God may still come through in our obedience or in our disobedience, sometimes there'll be consequences, though, that we'll have to suffer because of that. You see, the one thing that we know for sure is that as Christians, those of us who have put our faith in Jesus, the one thing, the one promise that he will never take from us is the promise of salvation. 
the promise of his love, the, the promise of his care for us, the, the promise that one day we'll be with him forever in, in heaven, that he will never take away from us. But there, there may be other things that um, because of our act of disobedience, he may decide to take it from us, and it's not because he he doesn't he doesn't love us, but it, it's it's that just sometimes our sin has consequences, right? It, it's it's not that our sin cannot be forgiven; it's already been forgiven, but it doesn't mean that we won't suffer the consequences of of that sin, and so. Um, we need to we need to realize this. We need to wrestle with this. And as kingdom focused entrepreneurs, we we need to to be obedient because because one act of disobedience can destroy your whole business in a heartbeat and in, in a snap of a finger. One act of disobedience could, could tumble your whole business and. And so um, we need to be on guard. And so what I want to do is I want to look at this story of, of Moses. And you can find it in, in Numbers chapter 20, verses 8 through 11. Now let me kind of set the context for you a little bit. So we know that, that because of disobedience, <laughs> here we go, because of of Israel's disobedience, okay, the consequence of that was that they were not going to ever step foot into the promised land that God had promised them. And instead, the consequence of their sin was that they were going to wander in the desert. They were not going to go to the promised land. They were going to wander in the desert. And as a result of that, they became um, angry and they started to complain and they started to uh, accuse Moses of all these things. And, they, and this, is, this is what Moses had to contend with was this grumbling people who just complained. And one day Moses just, you know, he had it and he, he, he went to the Lord and he said, Lord, these people, they're grumbling, they're thirsty, they're hungry, they're complaining, and I just don't know what to do about it. And so can you please help? And so that's, that's a good thing, right? I mean, when we're faced with the situation um, where, you know, this stuff is going on around us and we're in this chaos and we need answers. You know, it's it's good to go to the Lord and that's exactly what Moses did. He went to the Lord and said, I have a situation I need help with. How often do we do that? How often do we take our situations to the Lord and say, Lord, we need help? You know, um, we have this business opportunity, or I have an employee that's hard to get along with, or I have an employee that's hard to get along with. Help, Lord, what do I do? Um, I need you. And, and so that's a, good, that's a good first step that all of us should take. And so Moses was absolutely right 
in, in doing that. And so he comes to the Lord with this request. And what happens is that God, in God's love, and, um, and like he does for all of his children, um, Moses approached him and he made his request known and he asked God for help. And so God delivered, God delivered a solution. Just like God will deliver a solution to us if we go and ask and pray and say, God, we're in a situation right now where we need your help. We don't have a solution right now. But God gave, gave a solution. God gave Moses a roadmap. God, you know, God specifically told Moses what to do, how God wanted to solve the situation. He gave him the blueprint. And so let's, let's check in on this in Numbers uh, chapter 20, starting at verse 8. God says, take the staff, assemble the congregation, you and Aaron, your brother, and tell the rock before their eyes to yield its water. So you shall bring water out of the rock for them and give drink to the congregation and their, their cattle. And Moses took the staff from before the Lord as he commanded him. So this was a command. This was God's instruction to Moses, to Moses' request to, to provide for these people. And not only did God provide an answer, but even more so, he said, I will not only take care of the people, but I will take care of their cattle. So God over-delivers like God does. And so Moses gets off to a good start. He, he takes the staff. And he, you know, just as God commanded, he, he takes the staff off to a great start. Then, then Moses goes off. But then this is where things go sideways. In verse 10, it says, Then Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. Sounds great, right? That's exactly what God said. Okay? But this is where it turns. It says, And he said to them, God didn't tell Moses to say anything to them. Did he? He said nothing. He said, go and speak to the rock, not go and speak to the people. And so we see that Moses starts to take matters into his own hands. He doesn't trust. Or he's allowing his own frustration for the people to come out. And I think this is the case because listen to what he says. He said to them, hear now you rebels. Right? So to me, I think it's, it's his frustration that's coming out here. And so instead of taking God at his word and doing what God commanded him to do and trusting that God's going to do that, Moses decides to insert his own flesh into the situation. He says, no, no, these people made me mad. So before they get what they're asking for, I'm going to call them names. 
He calls them rebels. He does something that God did not tell him to do. How often do we do that? How often in our obedience do we not obey because we allow our flesh to get into the situation? Right? We, we allow our own motives, our own desires, all of those things. We allow that to take the front seat. And we let those things drive us. And pretty soon, obedience to what God says gets washed away from what we think needs to happen in any given situation. And so, Moses goes on and says, Shall we bring water for you out of this rock? So basically he's saying, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this because you're rebels. You don't deserve to get what you asked for. Right? You don't deserve this thing. Again, he's allowing his own anger, his own flesh, to, to, to start him on this road toward disobedience. I mean, he's already there. The minute he spoke to them, he's already there. He's already being disobedient. And then Moses, in verse 11, it says, And Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice. Did God tell him to strike the rock? No, God didn't tell him to do that. Again, out of his frustration, out of his fleshly desire to not want to provide for these grumbling, mean people. And so out of anger, he not only strikes the rock once, but he, he, he strikes it twice. But here is God's grace. Even though, even though Moses disobeyed. It says, And water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their livestock. I love this. I love this because this is God working in spite of us. Let me say that again. This is God working in spite of us. You see, God's plan can never be thwarted because of us, because of our sin. What God wants done will be done in spite of whether or not we obey or disobey. And in this case, Moses definitely disobeyed. He did not follow what God told him to do. But in God's grace, he still provided for these grumbling people who Moses didn't even think deserved to be satisfied with water. You see what the flesh does to us? The flesh leads us to disobedience. It leads us to make 
judgments on other people. It leads us to a place where we become the judge of what somebody should or shouldn't have. There is no room for this in God's kingdom. There is no room for this as a Christian business owner who is trying to, to build a, a kingdom-focused business, a God-glorifying business. There is no room for disobedience. And yet, God can and will still work in spite of that. He does plenty of times, plenty of stories of God working in spite of our sin. But, hear me on this, and this is the, the lesson right here. This, this act of disobedience by Moses right here was what prevented Moses from entering the promised land. Because of this, God said, Moses, because you disobeyed me, you are only going to get to see the promised land with your eyes, but your feet will never step into it. Never will you enter into the promised land with your people. And that's exactly what happened. Moses died without ever entering into the promised land. That was his consequence for his disobedience. Sin will always be forgiven. God will always work through our disobedience to accomplish his will. We will never be separated from God because of our sin, because of our disobedience. But that does not mean that there will not be consequences to our sin, right? And those consequences could be devastating. In a snap of a finger, because of one single act of disobedience, your entire business could be gone. A relationship could be gone. A marriage could be gone. Anything that you can think of that is in your life right now, one act of disobedience, the consequences could be devastating. Your sin will be forgiven, but the consequences will live on. And so my challenge to us is this. When we are faced with a challenge or a difficult situation like Moses was when he had to deal with these complaining Israelites? Will we first go to God and seek him and get the solution that God wants us to have? Will we do that? Will we seek him? Will we ask him? Will we pray? Will we listen? But then the next question is, when God graciously gives us the solution. He gives us the steps. He gives us the commands. 
will we allow the flesh to take over, which will lead to disobedience, and therefore we will have to lead, well, we will have to deal with the consequences, or will we leave the flesh out and obey God and reap the benefits of the blessings that come because of obedience? That is my question for you guys. Will we do that as, as people committed and dedicated to doing business God's way? Will this, will this be how we operate? I hope it will be. I pray that it will be. Because trust me, I've been there. The consequences of disobedience has caused me a lot of pain, a lot of grief, a lot. <laughs> but on the flip side, my obedience has caused a lot of joy, a lot of blessing. It is much better to walk in obedience than it is to walk in disobedience. That's all I have for you today. I hope this message, um, this episode was uh, beneficial to you. Um, I'd love to hear your comments on this. Um, if you head over to, to Instagram, you can reach me there, JLDRA on Instagram, and, and message me over there. Did this speak to you at all? You know, what, you know, what in this episode spoke to you the most and what changes do you need to, to take as a result? I'd love to hear from you. So just head over there and, and reach out. And um, I'm praying for you guys and praying God's blessing upon you and your business. And I'm going to end this episode by saying continue to go out and do business God's way. God bless.